Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 101, Green Healing Show. Reclaim your healing power by group healing with Dr. Andrea Grainer, naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist. Please subscribe to Pantai Calhoun Transition Channel and order my book Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. We have Dr. Andre Grainer. She's naturopathic doctor and acupuncturist. And we're going to talk about how to reclaim our healing power by group healing. Uh, welcome to my show, Andra. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I love talking about uh, this topic and group healing and healing in general. So I'm really excited to have a, have a bigger conversation about it. Great. Uh, so I know, uh, as I told you before the show, I love what you're doing. Naturopathic and acupuncture is, uh, or two are my favorites <laughs> because uh, they are very uh, holistic and you actually look at the whole body and not the symptoms. And that's what I like about uh, healing, especially healing chronic disease. So first, uh, tell me about yourself. Uh, start from your education. How did you end up to be a naturopath doctor and acupuncture? And uh, did you do any healing on yourself? This science uh, did help you to improve your health? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, as as everything in life, our journey is very, it's never really a straight line, right? So I came through and into naturopathic medicine because I had traveled to Africa right after I had graduated from undergrad. And I was there at about 23 years old. And I had really been, I was doing some community service work and supporting and contributing to women, you know, in these rural villages. And I, had graduated with physical therapy in mind uh, to do after I graduated. And while I was in Africa, I recognized that there was a lot of different needs and I love traveling. And I thought of what would be the best way to support women and bigger groups of women and have a bigger impact where I could really travel as well. And that led me to birth and women having babies. And I, so I did this journey of what that would look like and, completed some doula training. I had never been to a birth. I did some doula training and even flew to Tennessee and trained uh, under some midwives that worked with Ina Mae Gaskin. I applied to the school here in Oregon that was a midwifery program. I had still never seen a birth, but I was following this path, right? So in our, in our lives, we have these, we're like, I'm just going to take a step and I don't really know where this step is going to take me. And so I was applying and against, you know, women that had had were nurses and in hospitals and seen tons of births, but I just was taking a step and I didn't get in, but I had found a, a student position with a naturopathic midwife. And so I was finally seeing births 
And she was like, why don't you go to naturopathic school? And I said, no, I don't want to be a doctor. I, you know, I just didn't think that that was my, up my alley. I wanted to help people, but I didn't want to do all that schooling. And I went to the naturopathic school here in Oregon and it felt like home. And I said, oh, oh, this is my next step. This is where I'm supposed to be. So I, that was in 2008. So I started, you know, I just didn't even, the time, you know, the story I was telling myself back then was, I don't want to be in school that long. Um, it's four years more. Um, and it, but once you get those feelings, those, I call them like the intuitive hits or just the awareness of this is where you're meant to be. Then I just jumped and didn't really think about the time. And I wasn't planning on doing acupuncture. I hadn't really had that much experience with acupuncture um, in this life. And I, so I started studying. I loved, you know, there's parts that I loved and it was very rigorous, the, the programming. It is like medical, it's medical school, um, just a different approach to medicine. And two years in there, we had to do an introduction to Chinese medicine. And I was sitting there and I got another of those hits and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> I'm supposed to do acupuncture. And it hadn't really, but, and like, when I get those hits, I jump, like, it's just, is so strong. And I just know that this is the next step I meant to take. Um, so I don't really consult people. I just, it's not, it's not crazy. It just feels so aligned, like, oh, this is, this is it. And so I remember making that decision and telling the midwives I was a student midwife with, and they're like, that's great. Like acupuncture is fantastic. And I knew that. And so, um, so then really in 2010, I added on the acupuncture degree. So I was in naturopathic school, naturopathic medical school and acupuncture all together. So six years worth from 2008 until 2014, 2014, um, just really emerging, immersion, immersed in schooling. And to be honest, that was probably my most unhealthy time of my life, you know, just school, because you, it's difficult to balance when you have eight tests in a week. And, um, and just the, it's fascinating. Some people have really profound healing journeys. Mine was more of a spiritual journey. Sorry, uh, you had them together? Yeah, I did them together. Wow, that's tough. That's yeah. Tough. <laughs> And it was at the school, so they, 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 the schedules were able to mix a little bit more, but you, you know, they spread it out. So you didn't do medical and acupuncture all in four years, you spread it out. And um, it was tough. It was tough. And it was amazing. All it was, you know, when you can look back at life, and you're like, that's really where I was meant to be. And me it was meant to happen that way. Because now even having a, you know, beyond the perspective, it was still meant to be, I am doing something completely different than what I thought I would, you know, my career would look like and helping people. And um, I can talk about that or I can answer so, any questions around that. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, that's so amazing because as you explain uh, your life, <laughs> I see uh, almost everybody who goes uh, who goes um, to health have this uh, story because some of them um, uh, experience their own 
healing journey, then they discover this path going to naturopathy or acupuncture. As uh, let's say my journey, I was not health practitioner in the beginning. I was in IT, totally different thing. But then in one point of your life, you realize, wow, this is what I have to do. This is my passion. And without knowing all of a sudden, all, all the connection you have, everything just lead you to where you have to be. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Interesting. And it's, yeah, it's fast. And some people are listening and some people aren't listening to that. You know, I just always had a strong, I followed that, you know, I've gone to Russia, I've gone to Ecuador, I went to Africa, and it was never like a conversation with my parents. It was like, I'm going to do what it takes to get here. I'm going to do what it takes to get there. It just was like, I'm so I need to do this. And so I raised money. I would, you know, I did what was needed to get done to, to do those different travels and experiences. So beautiful. So why group healing? I know there's support everybody needs. Uh, and especially when you are in a, like you are doing some healing for yourself, you need to see other people doing the same and you get a lot of encouragement. So when did you start uh, group healing and how does it work right now with you? Yeah. Well, this is another one of those things because here we are in 2021. This is when this is being recorded. And so that we know what happened, you know, 2020 was the big year of life changes for so many people. So I hadn't really done a whole lot of group healing up until the pandemic. And 2021 or 2020 in March, everything was, you know, we were going to go on a two week pause. So I closed my, I had a clinic, I had my own business. I was shifting into this, uh, these different packages of pelvic floor work, energy, more energy kind of healing over periods of time and, and, and dropping some of the typical approach to medicine um, and even naturopathic medicine. I wanted to just kind of really focus on, on a package. And then March 2020 came and I was like, okay, I'm going to close my clinic. I had divinely, you know, met an Akashic record mentor and she read my records and she said, oh, you're, you're meant to create an energy healing form and create an energy healing school. And I thought, okay. And I had been, I had been secretly doing energy acupuncture. I hadn't told the soul. So when she said that, I was like, well, that makes sense. And that week I just jumped in. And so I, this is very divinely, um, it was divinely timed and I was ready to experience and explore this. And so intuitively I just got the sense, my awareness was that when we are with groups of people healing through guided meditation or just um, guided meditation or, or sessions, a lot more can happen because our awareness spreads from you and me to let's say even there was a zoom and there was 10 of us our awareness expands and actually the consciousnesses are contributing to each other's healing i don't have the scientific background on that but that's my awareness of what happens and so i dove right in and the the energy acupuncture form that i created was really created that third week of March. And it just dropped in. I had been doing a lot of meditation and a lot of practice with this. And I 
created a certification program to train healers how to do group healing to shift their businesses so that they could be they could be acupuncturists, they could be functional medicine practitioners. They just had they had a way to learn energy healing and have a part of their business be online. And as that has shifted and moved, so I still do group healing. Now I have a membership and I still teach my certified healers how to do group healing to kind of add into their business. It doesn't have to be my program is the only thing they offer in their business, but it's an added added way to provide healing for their clients, for their patients, to work from anywhere, to have more time freedom with a greater impact. So that's... <laughs> That's a little yeah. bit behind. Yeah, quite a story. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. nice. Very nice. So, yeah. and I see you never stop learning and you <laughs> never stop uh, like doing the new things. That's great. Yeah. Uh, just wonder what's the relationship between naturopathic and acupuncture? I just want to. Mm -hmm. um, talk about this with my audience. Yeah. Well, and you would. This is, yeah, this really helps align also the functional medicine. So I went into naturopathic and acupuncture because it was really looking at the root cause of, and I don't even like to say disease. So I like to say your dis-ease, whatever diagnoses you've been given, there's so much more under that. And so I, if you have a diagnosis and you're watching, let's just dis unattach whatever has been placed onto you and knowing that like really there's so much underneath that. And so acupuncture and naturopathic medicine were a more holistic way that looked at you as a whole person. You went in to see a naturopath or an acupuncturist, and it was so much deeper, a deeper evaluation of the client, of the patient, so that they would come in and they would just be like, oh my gosh, I was finally seen for who I am instead of a diagnosis. I didn't just go in with high blood pressure and leave with a high blood pressure medication. I went in with high blood pressure and somebody acknowledged, how am I sleeping? What is my stress level? What am I eating? What am I putting in my brain? What am I putting in my body? And so that to me feels like home because I want to, that's how I look at people anyways, as a much bigger version of themselves. So really, it just made sense to me, natural medicine, using herbs, using things from the land, using energy. So acupuncture is essentially activating your own energy systems um, to heal. Yeah. And and, you, yeah. Sorry, yeah. you said this is like, that's what we study in functional medicine. And uh, what we study is that saying uh, you, you shouldn't just um, treat the paper the lab result, but you have to go and see the underlying issues that the patient may have. Yeah. yeah. So you know about the functional medicine as well? A little bit. I mean, I would say functional medicine is kind of an offshoot of naturopathic medicine because it's very similar. You're treating the root cause. We just have a little bit different modalities than, than what functional medicine is. So they're, they're in alignment and they have a little bit different approaches of how to get into, into contributing to the, the patient. All right. Yeah. So we have a few second break and we come back again. Okay. Please subscribe to Panta Calhoun Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived. 
through Amazon. Thank you for watching. All right. So, uh, Andra, tell me about um, your own story. Did you have any health challenge? Did um, like I just want to know if you could use naturopathic or acupuncture for your own sake? Mm-hmm. I would say on the physical level, I was very healthy. So natural, I was actually very athletic. I played soccer through college and downhill ski raced and cross country ran and I was very healthy. So that's what really drew me to natural medicine. And I grew up in Alaska. So I was very naturally based anyways. I just like of the earth, like of the like mountains are like my home. And so, um, I'd never really been in the hospitals. I didn't. I didn't have a big health um, crisis that led me to natural medicine. It was really this journey of I want. I knew I wanted to help people, and I wanted to help people in a different way than being in hospitals. So I had the idea of being a nurse, and I thought about, ooh, I'm not. I don't really like hospitals. I don't want to be in a hospital, and I kind of don't want to be told what to do because obviously you've seen that. Like I fly by what feels like a, it's in alignment. Um, and so my journey was knowing I was here to create a bigger impact and healing in a different way. Um, that really was my journey, not, uh, not as much through a health crisis, but then now I would say, um, an acupuncture as well, that they intertwined so perfectly because the acupuncture really took me on a spiritual journey deeper inside of myself. Natural medicine does, but the, the Chinese medicine was even more, you know, living in the seasons, recognizing um, how to live more in alignment with the the, nat the with nature. Um, and then even in my career and moving into more of an energy, even, even more energy healing. Cause now I do online, like all of my sessions are virtual and they're very powerful. And I use at the energy modality I created. So that in itself, and you would know this as well, entrepreneurial spiritual journey has just been, uh, nothing I could have imagined. And that's why that's really what keeps me going. Cause that's interesting. Like go the journey within myself in order to serve and show up for even more and more women leaders and women in my membership programs. That's, that's really what gets me excited and continue to learn and grow and expand. Beautiful. So yeah. if people want to contact you, that's your website. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the best yeah. way that's my website. And it's needing a little update because as you see, I move kind of quickly. So my certification program is really highlighted on my website for healers, for clinicians wanting to move online. Um, I have a strong, I do a lot of um, business building in my Facebook, on my Facebook page where I talk about healing and the different programs I offer. And really I have a membership program for where we do healing every week. And that's, the, I just love that. Like that is so exciting. So you can find more information. That's not necessarily on my website, but you can find me on Facebook. You can message me. I talk quite frequently about the membership and then I do do one-on-ones uh, as well. Do you so. have any freebies? I do have a freebie. I have a pelvic, I really focus on, I've, 
I'm doing the energy healing and I'm focusing on the pelvic floor right now. So I have a pelvic floor freebie, which I can drop in the thread as well, either now or later. So a handout on, on the journey into the pelvic floor. So that, that I would love to share that. Cause that's, that's my, that's always been a passion, obviously with the births and I just had a baby two months ago. So oh, healing the pelvic floor. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm a two month old. Yeah. I will, we'll provide the, the freebie to kind of uh, learn more about the pelvic floor as well. All right. Um, I really wish to know three success um, tips about your own health because you said you are very healthy and you don't have any chronic disease and any health issue. What is your success secrets? <sighs> like my secrets? Yes. My secrets? Okay. Well, because I really focus on the energetics of life, I find one of my secrets is meditation. So finding time by myself and right now with a newborn, it might be five minutes uh, just where I can really tune in and connect and align with myself, with God, with nature. Another very easy one that I do is I do barefoot walking outside. So I have a garden. Um, so I, I'll wear my baby and I'll walk in the backyard and I'll do barefoot. Kind of, yeah, That's barefoot. Yes, wow. yes. So barefoot grounding helps eliminate all the like computer EMF stuff that you're carrying. And it can also detox and ground you. So if we're on our phones a lot, um, just being barefoot outside can help bring your kind of your electric charge back down and the earth helps balance you energetically. It really makes sense. It does. Yeah. So they make, I mean, they make grounding pads that are really the, like, like walking on the earth because it helps ground out all the electronics we've been around, the Wi-Fi, all of that. So that would be my step number two. I'm, I'm being very simple because really the key to life is can be very simple. Ooh, and I'm going to end with this one. Notice it's not what you're putting in your body. It's what we are putting energetically and, and all of that. So I have more recently come into something called access consciousness. And what they really focus on is living in the question. And so living in the question, so it really is saying what else is possible and how does it get even better than this? If you have a health condition that you're working with, you could start asking questions around that for to get more clarity. And it connects you actually back into your body and back into an awareness. So I'm not giving you health tips, if you notice. I'm not saying eat your vegetables and do this because really the energetics of your life matter more than what you put in your body. And I'm going to, this is all, you know, the energy healing. So what's really shifted my life in the past six months is living more in the question instead of a, a living in a conclusion. And can you specify this? Yeah, I know. I know. I can tell I'm like, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't think she would say this. So this is like, um, it's as simple as saying, let's say something bad happens. So I can say, oh, let's say my, I have two little kids. So I have three kids. So my two, I have a two and a four year old. Let's say they're like getting after each other. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my bananas. And I just start to ask, what else is possible right here? What is po what else is possible? And kind of just hold a question, and or how, or let's and you know, I'll just notice that 
things will shift. Like they'll make a shift because I'm opening up the door by just holding a question of what else is possible. But if I lived in what's called a conclusion and I said, oh my God, this sucks. My kids suck. This sucks. What is happening? I don't like this. It's going to get worse. If you know that, like, you know, that pattern, because we, that's how we typically go. We go, this I follow sucks. you because I have a three-year-old baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then what did, so then on the other hand, let's say things are beautiful and amazing. Cause there's also those moments and, and I'll be like, wow, what else is possible? How does it get even better than this? And that moment of beauty gets bigger and it gets better and more is possible. And like, they'll be even sweeter or like the sun. It's just like it allows magic to come into your life. And when we're living in joy and magic and creation, that's when the healing happens. That's when life and magic can come in. But if we're always like focused and like living in what is called the conclusion of like, this is just how life is, then nothing, we can't receive the beauty of life around us. Yes, uh, yes, I like it because <laughs> if if you feel a stress and you magnify a stress with what you seeing and what you expect to see more, <laughs> yeah, you make it worse, and yeah. you can actually reverse it to something better or more positive. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's kind of it's to me it it really has changed my life in the past six months. Just holding questions and and my life has become more playful. Um, more money has come in, like clients, business, relationships, all of that has just gotten better. And it's so, like, Andre, let's see, let's just cl clarify it. Let's see your, your baby made such a mess on the floor. And what's the first thing you tell yourself? I say, so because I'm still practicing, I might be like, Ugh, but I might, I would catch myself and I say, what else is possible here? How does it get even better than this? And that might seem weird because you're like, oh, it's a mess. How, what do you mean? How could it get better? But just start to practice with it. What else is possible? That's what I really go to first. So I'll say even in my relationship, we might, there might be like, we're not, we're not meeting on the same page. And I'm, I just, it helps me shift into reaction and into, hmm, what else is possible here that I'm not seeing? What else is possible in this mess that I'm not seeing? And you'll get a different so awareness. What else? What is possible? <laughs> yeah, what exactly. else is possible? It's really. It sounds so simple, and it. So how do you answer this question? What you're not, else? You're not supposed to answer it. No. No. Okay. No. And see, <laughs> I try to practice it. I know. Time. That's the thing is that we want to answer it, or like, you know, we want to come into our logical brain and we want to plan it and we want to. But really, what we want is like this opening into awareness into like the world being able to come back and show us what else is possible. So like you might see a mess, but from that mess, let's say something magical happened. Let's say from that mess, like you were cleaning the floor and you looked up and you saw the most amazing, beautiful sunset that was life-changing, or you looked up and, you know, something else happened from that because we come into the conclusion that the mess is bad and that our kid is bad or whatever that, you know, whatever we're telling ourselves, but really like it allows this, like, I can't quite explain it yet, but it allows more magic to come in and space to not just be in reaction to kind of be in the space of letting 
it just feels like relief. And I'd rather live in a space of openness and relief than anger and frustration or, you know, yes. just, you know, just, like yeah. And, and to be honest, that's, we heal when we're in joy. We heal when we're open. We're he we heal when we're able to receive. If we're in a chronic state of illness and then our, our, I can guarantee our mindset is stuck somewhere as well. And how we're taking in the world is stuck as well. And we're making a lot of conclusions. And that to me is more important than what you put in your body. Because if you have a negative mindset or negative outlook on life, you could eat all the vegetables and take all the vitamin IVs and do all the exercise. But if we're not shifting the energetics of how you're looking at life and what you're putting into your brain and your body, it doesn't really matter. So I would say go eat McDonald's and let's shift your mindset. And then you can do the other, you know, I mean, that, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Margaret, yesterday I was thinking uh, we went to bakery and because my daughter love cookies and sometimes I give her some gift. And then I deprive myself to eat this because I know sugar is not good for your body. But then I remember myself when I was a kid, I used to eat everything. <laughs> and I really enjoy that. Yeah. No, I'm depriving myself from having coffee, yeah. having, uh, you know, cookies, sugar stuff. Right. And so, but if you're telling yourself that you are bad, if you have that, that is more damaging than just having the damn cookie and loving that cookie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, Which is what yeah, kids yeah. Do. They're like, oh my God, I love this. They're like, oh. And then we're like, no, no, you can't eat that because it's bad. And then then we teach, you know. So the, dep the deprivation and the judgment of what you are eating, that's what does the harm. In my opinion, it's not the, if you ate that, cookie cookie like full of joy and experiencing like the people that made the cookie and the joy of like being somewhere with your daughter eating that cookie that is so different that's such a different experience like you give more energy to your body yeah <laughs> and you exactly really exactly pleasure with that cookie <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah yeah all right thank you andre for being here i really enjoy i learned so many things from you <laughs> I love uh, barefoot walking. I'm going to mm -hmm. practice it. Yeah. And questioning whenever I see such a mess or <laughs> I start getting angry, I tell myself, okay, whenever I, uh, even myself, when something bad happened, I tell myself uh, it can be better. Or I will say maybe there is something there that I cannot see. And something better going to happen later. Well, and so, even better is just holding a question. So what else is possible? What else is possible? What else, what else is possible? Yeah. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for being You're here. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. pleasure. What a, what a joy. Yeah. Thank you so much.